Today once again is the first day of Christmas and we're gathered together to celebrate the 12 days of Christmas. In a church calendar, this is truly what you call the celebration of 12 days. It's a Christmas season. So from November to December 24, is, okay, that's not Christmas. Although the world already in the start of September, we will see hear those Christmas songs, especially in the malls. But truly, Christmas starts at the 25th. That's why we have 12 days of Christmas up to January uh, 5 to January 6. It's already season of Ipani. And in this we celebrate the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And all the readings here, most you could see, is you could uh, understand the plan of God in the life of our Lord Jesus. And uh, today, as we could see here, that um, we could see the plan of God revealed in the life of, I uh, would say, in the life of, uh, of our Lord Jesus. And the readings of today, something that you can see about uh, what the Lord is doing, but it's the stage of his growing up. And what I'm going to share today, the importance or the influence of his family to Jesus. The parents, Joseph and Mary. In other churches, today they celebrate the feast of the Holy Family. Today, it's the feast of the Holy Family. Because in our readings, you could see the, the stage of the, of the growth and the growing up of our Lord. And there's so many things to talk about, but I want to talk about this day. The importance of the influence of the parents or the family in the life of Jesus. It so just shows us that truly he is man, although he's God, but he grew up in a family. And here you can see where the family surrounded love and prayer and the parents help Jesus to fulfill his plan and purposes. So, as you read the first uh, verses here in Luke chapter 2 in 22. Now when the days of purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. So you could see once again uh, Joseph and Mary doing what they have to do. As, as we know, especially Joseph, he knows that this child is not his child. But the good thing about Joseph is that he chose to accept it, that he is his son and to be used by God. And they welcome Jesus as their son. 
So we could see the first about family here is children are the gift of the Lord. They are the heritage, as some would say, they are the heritage and reward from the Lord. They're not the source of stress. Amen. Parents, our children are gift of God. Heritage. Reward from the Lord. And although they make mistake, they make mistake. That mm, it sometimes will make us more stressful. But that's part of the package. Because God has given us the grace, the mercy, the ways how to handle them. I'm learning also that. And there's one thing I've seen and, and know. Only one way to learn about parenting is to learn to submit to God in His ways. Because He knows. Remember, it is God who gave us our children. He knows what to do to them. That's why we have to continue to seek God. To know God, especially parents. And you see, there is no such kind of perfect parents. No perfect children. No such thing. We're all growing up in the Lord. And I've learned also that being a parent is not just uh, to, to guide our children, to, to care for our children. It's not part of, it's because as they are a product of our relationship or being a family. Well, you have to face it. But one thing that I, as I read uh, about book about parenting, that said, that parenting is not just a responsibility, but it's a calling. A calling. That, that changed my mind. That revolutionized my mind about children. It's a calling to be a parent. And we need God to do that. And it could be the best parent for them. The best that we can. To guide them. But one thing I've seen here about Mary and Joseph, they help Jesus fulfill his destiny and purpose. So I just want also that our children is not ours. It is a gift of God to us. Reward and even would say our heritage, but still they are of God. They are of God given to us. That's why we do everything that we could do to fulfill the plan of God and their lives. What God wants them to be. Because sometimes our failure as parents, we want our children want to be what we desire to them. But the truth is, we have to ask God, Lord, what you want for our children? Of course, we want parents want to have a, that their 
children have a good life, good future. When they choose their career, magnars, para mga broad. We, we are yes. We want that that our children will have a a, a good future and a good kind of life. Oh, mag magsiman. Oh, mag whatever things which mostly connotes high salary or a job is a good uh, uh, income. That's part of being a parent. But the thing is. Is that God really want for them? Because one thing I know, as Jeremiah said, in the womb you have already called me. You've written already in my hands your plan and purposes. That the calling of God, the plan of God in our life, in the life of our children is irrevocable. The only fulfillment, true fulfillment and satisfaction in life, in our life, in the life of our children, is fulfilling the plan of God in their life. Because they may miss the plan of God, they may be, would say, maybe, quote-unquote, successful in what they're doing, but they are not happy. Nor could see the good flow in that. Because that is not the calling of God in their lives. So maybe, maybe Mary and Joseph thinking, what are you gonna do? What, what? Like, like the question of, of, of uh, Elizabeth to the birth of John the what, what this child meant to be? So help our children. If you ask him, what do you want to be? That little thing. What do you want to be? When you grow up, I want to be a doctor. Mm. That's me, that's a child the way they think. But along the way, we have to train them to ask God what the Lord wanted to be. One time I asked, they always have a carpenter there, a carpenter here, Lotong, and the carpenter there. And who, I asked them, who, among your children, who would follow you as a carpenter? And also I asked the uh, one old man there in Bajangan, very well known in making those uh, famous Tandoko uh, uh, or this Bolo in Bajangan. And it's old, and, I, and, my, mother, and my, my, my mother says, if you, uh, you have to buy or to bought uh, those cutting uh, uh, something or sandoko, go to Bajangan. They'll be known. So I go there last week and I bring my uh, little sebiljana uh, or for cutting because this is uh, a season of feasting, so I need a very sharp one. So I said, Lolo. Who among your children and children will follow your club? He said, I think no one. And he pointed to me, his grand, look at that. If one day he's fond of dangerous computer. Nobody likes this work. 
it's a dirty kind of work you see I believe that whatever the craft given to the family somebody has to follow it somebody has to get that craft or in business because business whatever kind of work is a God given a gift there's something that Filipinos do not have the kind of mentality the Chinese have massing and sons massing is dead but the sons continue the work it's a gift to the family but the parents self don't see that I want you to uh, I, the, 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 the line that I want you to have a good life better than me yes that is true but somehow there are people who are called to be like his father a carpenter and I said I don't know who would follow me I don't know who would inherit all this this equipment we have to train because I believe somebody maybe it's that glamorous kind of work to be a blacksmith to be a carpenter to be a farmer but it's the plan of God for children let him do it because in practically speaking if everyone is making all the computers oh well farm the field we have no rice Ano sa bawah yung computer? Who will build this without this uh, carpenter? The computer cannot do that. It is human. Because we have to train our children what the Lord wants to be. If they have to be a carpenter, let them be. To us parents, because sometimes we rate our success if our, our children have is something in the door uh, Aliyah Villanueva doctor of medicine uh. it is our pride but it's just the call of the God as parents so men here does it help been used by God and how it could be of help to our children there are many things about talk about parenting or per family topic but in line with what I've read Mary and Joseph obeyed the way and the rules of the law of God I believe that's the first thing we have to do and here Mary and Joseph brought Jesus to the temple part of the tradition is also about not part of our verse, verse 21 and when eight days were completed of the circumcision of the child his name was called Jesus and then given by the angel before he was conceived in the, in the womb so Mary and Joseph obeyed the tradition at eight days they let Jesus be circumcised that's part we have now the practice here of eight days uh, baptism so our parents said, are we to follow eight days baptism? If you want, it's good. But of course, some parents will not. 
because they're thinking of the celebration. So at least uh, first month. But I said, if you want, we could do that. Because those celebrations, those handaan, will follow if you want. The first is that we make the salvation of God available to the child. Then, here, 22. When the days of purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought to him Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. It is written the law of the Lord. Every male who opens the womb shall be called o holy to the Lord. And to offer sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of total doves and two young pigeons. Tradition of Israel people after 40 days of purification. What is this? The mother cannot go in in the temple after 40 days of purification because blood has come out of this body. It's not that about bearing the, the child of the child or or delivering the child, but then because of tradition that the mother cannot enter the church because he's still, quote-unquote, unclean because blood had come out in his body. Now, after 40 days, they brought Jesus to present him to the Lord. This is also what Hannah did for Samuel. After 40 days, he presented this is what they call child presentation or child dedication. That's where they based what that principle to bring the child to present to the Lord. And the very purpose is that because the Lord has said in His Word that every male or firstborn who opened the womb, the firstborn should be of the Lord. Okay, that is his uh, tradition. Because that would happen that when the Lord delivered the people of Egypt, he killed all the firstborn of Egypt. As a thanksgiving of Israel, people of his deliverance, they have to offer their firstborn to God. As to be a priest and to... Uh, Serve the Lord at temple. So every firstborn would serve the Lord. That's part of his tradition. And call up the Lord. But when the Levites come that would serve the Lord, now these children could be what they call redeemed. Because now the Levites would serve the Lord. That's part of their work. The tribe of Levi. The children, those firstborn male, would be redeemed. That's why they to offer total doves and two young pigeons to the Lord. And this child could go home. Because the Levites now would continue the work. But the thing here about is that they dedicate it to the Lord. And the thing is that, like Hannah, he said, this would be of the Lord. He said, when you dedicate a child to the Lord, even though in principle, it means to say that this child would serve the Lord and would be of the Lord. Look at the prayer of Hannah. 1 Samuel chapter 128. 
For this child I pray, the Lord has granted me my petition when I ask him. Therefore, I also have lent him to the Lord or give him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be given land to the Lord. So they worship the Lord there. So maybe we are not in the New Testament. When we dedicate, as they say, dedication to dedication in the Pentecostal Evangelical Church, that's what they term it. We call the baptism here in our church. Say the embedded principle is there is that you give that to the Lord. That's why the priest said, you are Christ's own forever. It's not ours. And that child will grow in the ways of the Lord. And that's what I believe we parents could do. To obey God in the best of our ability. Because through our example, we, bring, we also brought a child the ways of God. We must be perfect. Sometimes we so afraid that they could see our, our negative side. Well, that's part of life. Sometimes we, you know, we are, sometimes we are not, uh, would say, uh, not uh, the way we should be. But we're just human. There are times that our child could see that our failures, our tantrums, our outbursts. Sometimes you see that because at home everything is open. But the other side of it, I could see the child also see the grace of God working in my parents, in their failures, in their negative one. Because if not, this child will grow, what's it called, very perfectionist. They want everything to be perfect. And that is his first mistake. Perfectionist people will not be always be happy. Because they them themselves are not perfect. They always something look it for others, but they themselves are not. That is the irony of that. So, here, Mary and Joseph brought a child. They let Jesus see or saw what they're doing. So their example, not only their teaching, but their example in godly things. Because only God could work in the heart of our children. That's why we have to brought our children to the Lord. I've been in the youth ministry for 34 years. Since 1986. Half of my life, one of my life is in the youth. At first, in my first ministry with the youth, it gives me stress. And I always, you know, genugtas. But one thing I've learned, I see to these children. First, the Lord's in my idea. How the children in their home same also in the church. If the children is not trained to obey, is not trained to be responsible, same also in the church. So, that's where I've learned. So, 
first instead of getting angry or getting mad I would say secretly investigate what is the condition in the house in their home ano ra batas anong bagay kara and there I see it all boils down to us parents and of course all of us have not born also with the what you call Christian values families but praise God we could change the time we cannot blame our parents we cannot blame our, our rulers but somehow we have a choice right now as parents now because we have now the truth our example in life because they could see it they could easily caught than taught what they see so with the grace of God you can do that and here Mary and just help them help Joseph to their lives and teaching to fulfill the plan of God in their lives we have to help them also if you want an, that our child to be uh, more nearer to God it starts from us parents not all but I would say children are always active in the church committed to the church because their parents are so committed to the church children who are not much of here because their parents are not much to hear the church as simple as that and only God could change their lives ayawang katugtas kung gusto mo but only God could change their lives that's why I brought him here in the church in the, in the house is our little church there we pray the love of God is there our church is a symbol our house is a symbol of a church where the Trinity resides the father the mother the children God God children uh, God Jesus and the Holy Spirit so brothers and sisters here we can see may it be that like Mary and Joseph we help our children to fulfill the destiny and it starts from us and above all first we see we see situate our relationship to God because they're going, that are going to pass on to the next generation that's why in our youth congress a lot of suggestion there one that suggests is that that church would have a teaching of godly parenting and it should happen this this that's uh, this pandemic that the the that godly that congress have already, already given was called a, a solution a resolution to that and it will be passed the churches and somehow the churches would have an idea what to do or have a ministry to them because they are the next generation they're the next generation they're the target of the enemy no wonder that they're acting that way because they are target of the enemy because they're the next parents they're the next people in society they're the next people that will serve God they have to protect them they have to pray for them for our children like Mary and Joseph did and here because Mary and Joseph did what they have to do they brought Jesus 
in the way of God and the Lord God grow up in the ways of God Simeon in verse uh, uh, 23 and Simeon in verse 25 behold there's a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon and this man was just and devout when waiting for the consolation of, the, of Israel the Holy Spirit was upon him and it was revealed to him that the Holy Spirit would not see death before he had seen the Lord Jesus Christ and when he saw the Lord in the temple he took it in his arms and blessed God now Lord you're letting your servant depart in peace according to your word this is the what you call the responding canticle non dimitis every MWF in our DOP he blessed he confirmed this is the son of God this is the savior and part of it because Mary and Joseph had helped Jesus fulfill the plan of God and you know sometimes we admire our own children but the best people that really admire or give the compliment are other people other people would also confirm she always says even your parents already died or already gone because we have done the best we could do or in other side a simple way as they said sa pihakong kabuhi kita timbanan ka pa dahil unga no although at they, at they always have their own volition their own free will their own decision someday the child will do what they want but somehow the foundation have laid upon them even sometimes those parents they have a problem child always pray for them because we have presented him we have dedicated him we have baptized him and said Christ own forever pray for him we will go back to God because that is of God so may we this you learn from Mary and Joseph to help our children fulfill their destiny and purpose that is our job that is our responsibility and that is our calling please stand